Show Breathers. Welcome back once again. Here we are, Cuz Chat Podcast, episode 15 with Black McGee and my bro. Oh, bro, come on. Haven't you got us a little uh, te reo today? Yeah, you did drop the ball. Yeah, I was yeah. expecting something uh, fantastic. <laughs> Uh, wasn't to be. No, no, pulled me off guard completely. <laughs> wasn't prepared for that at all. Do you want to? Do you want to start again, bro? Do you want to start again? No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no. We can't let that happen, bro. If it's um, yeah, we always talk about keeping your form out there to be checked. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair uh, enough. That's going to get checked. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And uh, yeah, dialing in again from Canberra. Um, you will let us give us an update on that for sure in a second. But I just want to introduce our next guest, uh, returning guest, uh, the one and only George the Ruthless Deception. Welcome back. Yeah, it's good to be back. Chilling out there tonight in the old Caro. You got the um, old PS4 in there now as well. Uh, yeah, just the um, uh, the PS4 mainly stays inside because uh, the PS3 is out here, but I'm actually playing a PS1 game on here. So, yeah, Gran Turismo 2. Nice. Sort of classic. Yeah, thanks for being on again. We had a few technical difficulties to get through this evening, but we're, we're back on board now, uh, full steam ahead. So, yeah, we've got some birthdays uh, for you out there tonight. We're going to talk about some uh, Snapchat updates that happen throughout the week as well um and then we have a, a bit of a topic to discuss as well so we'll kick into it straight away birthdays this week uh one rawiri Drayson manuka ratray and i do believe he was 14 years old Ooh-wee. on the may the first so happy birthday to hey. you woods who you're more commonly known as any advice for the 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 young young uh, nephew there? Any uh, wisdom from from the uh, older cousins, uncles there? Um, well, you know, be yourself, but obviously, uh, you know, uh, don't do any sexual harassing or fighting at school. Because <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, what Woods got uh, stood down for. Oh, really? <laughs> okay, so uh, it must have been a couple. Of them couple of years ago now for both of those things or uh, yeah. yeah 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 i'm not sure sh- i'm not sure if they're isolated incidents but yeah he said he did t- he did tell me yeah, he, was, he got suspended for that he was going on about it at the uh final reunion yep yep uh, it's a bit of a mischief old woods nothing to be proud of uh there woods yeah i'm sure you could uh, rise above <laughs> those sorts of uh, shenanigans you'd be open to critique for sure um and hopefully you grow out of that sort of stuff we've all, all done our fair share of sexual harassment so i've got to say <laughs> he's got there's a line between uh yeah there's a line definitely habitually he's a habitual <laughs> lifestyle <laughs> <laughs> Well, Woods, yeah, happy birthday anyway, mate. Uh, 14, wish you all the best. Our second birthday wish is for someone that uh, is no longer with us who ha- would have had a birthday on the 30th of April um, and without which many of us would 
probably never not be here. Uh, Donald Bryce McGee, uh, who I believe was 63 at this time of passing. We were waiting for uh, Mama Liz to give us an update on that. Uh, Mitch, has she come through yet? No, not at all. She's dropped the ball on that one too, bro. Dropped the ball there, Liz. Um, yeah. So, or AKA Bandad Badee, Brycey. See any other AKAs you guys can remember? Gang, gang. Gang, gang. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, AKA Donald. But not not really known as that, though, was he? No, no. Donald Bryce McGee, but is uh, more commonly known as just Bryce McGee. Yeah, it took to his funeral that I found out that his name was Donald. Took me until tonight, cause Oh, no <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's probably because you weren't at the funeral. You're probably too young at the funeral. <laughs> yeah, I was young, but I still remember him giving me a hiding. Yeah, I think there's not one cousin that while he was alive, he didn't give a <laughs> severe telling off to, or you know, laid hands on. Back on the yard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I had my fair share. Where the original tune up come from? Yeah, fully. Yeah, got a nice smack on the ass and a bite from his from his dog. You remember his dog? Oh, Joe. Joe yeah. <laughs> Fuck, it was a terror. That dog, an absolute terror. <laughs> it's, the, it's the only dog that's ever bit me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, little bastard bit me too. Yeah, like you couldn't like you remember you used to like come out of the the portacom and then like just run across to the beach. You couldn't do that with Joe around. You fucking start chasing you and bite your heels. <laughs> what happened to him after? Was it that he? Did, uh, yeah, what happened to Joe? Yeah, good question. I'm not too sure, actually. Mm. Um, I don't know whether he went to another family member, like uh, um, Gang Gang's um, sister, maybe. Mm. Was that Norma? Probably would have yeah, given him. Yeah. What I'd say, he was a fucking kind of a dog. <laughs> yeah. Well, if there's anyone out there to um to detect it. I'd say you'd be the man, Lord. Uh, you know, your detective skills as of last week were on fleek. Uh, the, oh, detective skills, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yes, I could probably chase up that information. <laughs> so you got to, it's the way you got to attack any job, mate. You just, you do your measurements first, you know, you get your tape out and you and you get right into it. And then, and then the, the, the evidence will become clear what you got to do after that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Always start with the measurements. That's why it's good with this uh, lockdown, you know. You lock down, then you then you then you test, then you get, then you know where you're at, and you can fucking isolate the disease. It's, uh, you know, that's why I think it's good we've done that. Seems to be working because yep. um, New Zealand's in level three now, uh, gone down a, a level from yep. level four. Uh, which yeah, I wanted to talk about too because it's it's caused a bit of um, bit of a stir. With um, some of the reports that we're seeing uh, from Australia, anyway, is um, one one of the stories that sort of hit the headlines over here was um, everyone lining up for takeaways and they're yep. getting you know fifty cars deep pretty much at all times, and then poor KFC staff having to walk down the line of cars and going, "Oh, sorry, we've run out of chicken." Yep. <laughs> well. Oh, McBee's bro, and and Roto, uh, and Rotos, they they fully um sold out of all of their stores of of, of food. <laughs> Fuck me. Well, they, yeah. uh, there's no oh, way that, that they could have met that demand. Like, even if they knew, like, oh, we're gonna have a big day, there would be only so much that they could probably store. 
and have on hand yep. to use in, in a single day. Um, so yeah, that 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 was I thought you know, going to be the case, but apparently we're not, we're not we're not going the right way to get those hot, uh, helicopter payments they're talking about. <laughs> helicopter payments? Have you heard about those? No. Yeah, fifteen hundred. Get paid fifteen hundred to go kickstart the economy with. Yeah, yeah, that's like a one-off. Yeah, yeah, that's fifteen hundred to kickstart the economy. But if there's that money, cunts fucking lining up at fucking Macca's. How many cunts are going to line up into the old shopping mall? And that kicks off, you know, like they don't need to kickstart the economy with shit like that. It's happening. Oh, it definitely helps. I remember uh, when uh, not long after we moved over here, uh, Kevin 07 had a uh, the prime minister at the time had an initiative to to do something similar when their real the yep. old um, recession hit, and um, yep. yeah, he gave everyone like twelve hundred bucks just for yeah. Here you nice. go, here you go, go and buy some new stuff, um, which is great. Yep. But over here, like now, they've got. Uh, a job keeper payment where you actually get paid fifteen hundred bucks a fortnight if you lost your job due to coronavirus. Yep. Um, oh yeah. Shit, that's all good. So in some cases, it's actually more than what some people were making. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's crazy. So I don't. Oh uh, well. It's it's not really the, a good a good thing if you're making more because you know. If you're making more money by coronavirus, you're probably not going to stay inside, are you? <laughs> <laughs> well, our, our restrictions are here are, are such that that we don't have to anyway. So it's just limited yeah, yeah, to yeah. your your suburb or like now they're because it's a long weekend over here. They're saying, you know, you can travel around, but within fifty kilometers of your where you live, um, and they'll be policing yep. the um, the level of or how many people are, are gathering together as well. So, yeah, fucking strange times we're living in, isn't it? Fucking strange. Yes. So who would have thought we would have been talking strange. about this sort of shit? Fucking out of it. Oh, I watched a bloody uh, documentary the other day. Uh, it's called Planet of the Humans. It's like, um, I think it's directed by Michael Moore, or yeah, he's in it or something. Oh, gee, the old future looks pretty bleak, I tell you. <laughs> they're like, oh, yeah, the, all the new renewable energies and all that, oh, they're pretty much all just bullshit. Like, they just use as much carbon as anything else, making them and all that, and, like, yeah, they, they're just basically selling it to make it look like they're doing it, you know? And I was like, yeah, I could probably believe that. <laughs> like, recycling. <laughs> you know, that's not a... They just do it to make it look like you're helping the earth which is pretty sad like i mean even when we when i worked up you know on the mountain um up on uh the tudor ski field like we used to have recycling bins and that for people you know all the punters that put all their rubbish in but they didn't go to the recycling they went straight into the crusher all the (laughs) other rubbish like done it to look like recycling yeah Yeah, make people feel good about themselves yeah but they're, what they're saying is it's like, you know, the, the big issue is, is consumption at the end of the day. Yeah, so, that's, that's yeah it's is, interesting. Yeah. It's, people have yeah. really got to look at um, just yeah, addressing their own health. Well, it's the only way it can be driven. that You can't fix the, the problem by uh, by government, eh? Hey? It's just it's too big. 
you know you can't build a massive power plant to to um, provide for everyone like yeah so now nah, my my attitude now is live as if you're going into the, an apocalypse you know because oh, it's inevitable that is I think. Gonna be the, What's that? It's it's inevitable whether it's a man-made uh, apocalypse or you know one of the very other various yeah. other um, uh, pathways that that could uh, change change things on this yeah. planet. I sort of th- if you prepare as if it's going to happen, and uh, you're 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 fighting the cause as well. I think like you know if you down your consumption and if you make it that you can look after yourself in your own house. Then you sort of are fixing the problem as well, or well, at least preparing for that eventuality. Because um, yeah, and then yeah, if it does happen, you're a bit more sorted. You can at least live out a little while, I suppose. Yeah, I think yeah. we could I probably to, we could uh, probably do a whole separate podcast on on the subject, Because I've been kind of researching a bit of not researching, but stuff that pops up on your YouTube channel about um, different things. But um, yeah, definitely. Uh, a, a good topic of discussion to, to probably de- delve into a little bit more but um <laughs> to keep in theme with this podcast <laughs> the, let's let's just segue straight into you drinking out of a cat dispenser <laughs> <laughs> so the weekend in snapchat cuz chat is uh was was yeah a varied one and um on the back of last week's episode, actually, when you and Rodders was on, and it was the day before your guys' birthday, and um, in true form, you were you were getting amongst it, having a few drinks, and uh, gave us the option of um, drinking out of a cat's bowl, water bowl, or a food dispenser. Yep. Um, you always yep. knew which way that was going to go. I had a clear idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was pretty surprised that it, that the challenge hadn't come earlier. Like it was pretty yeah, late yeah. In, the, in the afternoon, and I'm sort of sitting there thinking, "Oh, yeah, now something will happen. Something will happen." And then it wasn't until you know you sort of put the call out there. I was, oh yeah, it was pretty late too, bro. It was what at least six o'clock your fellow's time. It was dark, I think. Yeah, it yeah. was dark. Yeah, I hadn't even really thought about it to be honest. Yeah, but then, then you, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, dog bowl. <laughs> well, yeah, the dirty dog bowl combo, vortex, or um, shoey is uh, what we got from. Well, that's right. Yeah, that's the other thing. Yeah, but why don't you tell us a little bit about the cat dispenser? Uh, how, how did that? Because uh, it looked like you did have a bit of difficulty. It was pretty unstable. Like trying to hold the top on and um, drink out of that little bit at the bottom. Um, yeah, it did get messy. It, it was pretty hard. Uh, I guess I could have just kind of lapped it out of there, but that would have taken a long time. <laughs> oh. Nobody wants to sit there and watch that, you know, it's a bit weird. <laughs> Becomes a bit of a fetish after a while, <laughs> if you're still yeah. watching. <laughs> sort of shit you see on the dark web, I reckon. <laughs> oh, not even that, I'm pretty sure it's just on normal, uh, normal web, that sort of stuff. <laughs> you don't have to dig too deep for that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you did the old cat dispenser um, for your birthday. It was um, yeah, a bit of a crack up, and then we got uh, something from Rodders as well. Uh, he did the old classic shoey, and this time, 
it was a rugby boot that he used to um, as his receptacle, which probably seemed like a good idea at the time, but <laughs> turned out not really conducive, not a good um, spout to um, to drink from. Uh, you know, and, and multiple spouts, didn't it? Yeah, well, it's got the heel part. The heel part is great, but then you've got where your ankle sits, which is lower than the actual heel. So, yeah, so he was he was doing it from the, the, the back end of the, of the rugby boot, um, but then because of the heel part, or we, you know, where your heel sticks out, it was just pouring out the sides and just drenching him. Uh, so it was, um, yep. yeah, I think he uh, wore more of that beer than actually drunk because it was just pouring out the sides. It was so, which made it even more funny because then both of you guys were just uh, you know, <laughs> absolutely failed <laughs> in the attempt, but looked like you were having a good time. So, uh, and and I appreciate you guys for sharing yeah. it. That wasn't a good time. And it was um, Christian as well who put his form out there this week. He did, yeah. Um, He's redeemed himself. The nice looking vortex. Yep. I, I the first thing I thought is is that um he's probably come across something we haven't discussed before and that's finding form. Yep. Yeah, like he he's, yep. he's put his form out uh form on fleek open to critique in the past and has um yep. got that that shit, feedback. Shit it. And take being critiqued. <laughs> he's taken it on board though, and um yeah, that was a pretty pretty solid effort of the old Vortex. What do you reckon, Mitch? You're probably yeah, the, the best critic in this situation. Yeah, like I said, bro, first thing that popped into my mind was finding form. So, hey, yeah, done well on that. And um, keep him coming, Guzzy. Keep him going. Yeah, I'll assume yep. you'll be doing um, a four, four a night, just like, like Mitch does. Oh, <laughs> At know, least. If we want to have a little little... I don't know, side comp this Fano day that's coming up this year, if we can if we can all make that this year. I don't know, Vortex off might be on the cards. You never know. Judged. Judged or by speed. Mm. Judged just one to either oh. spit the Three. beer out or, or have, you know, a shit vortex. Or you just keep going until someone fucks it up. Like yeah. <laughs> Either someone spews up or, or fucks the vortex up, bro. Yeah, I don't know. Anything can happen. Well, you get it judged on three things: the spin, your whip, and um, and the speed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> would uh, judge three three judges? Would froth be uh, yeah. in there as well? How much froth is left? Quite possibly. Yep. Yep. Oh, there you go. Um, then it could easily be a judge sport if anyone's if people can critique well enough. Uh, yeah, you'd be able to judge that. I'm open to it. You know, I'm open to getting the most it. Yeah. Well, first step is is nominating someone to um, build it up, hype it up, just lay these rules down of of what is going to be considered as uh, you know an acceptable level of vortex. Um, so you've got a couple of examples there with you, Mitch, and now now Kirst, uh, Christian, sorry, and yeah, uh, that's kind of as you say the form to beat. So I nominate you, Mitch. 
We'll make it happen, bro. Anything can happen, you know. Once that eight forty-five PM rolls around, anything yeah, can happen. Right. That's right. Eight forty-five <laughs> PM. 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 <laughs> yep. um, so time. the other thing that happened on the old cuss chat this week was um, Rodas gave us a bit of a uh, a lesson in passing. Just tutorial passing tutorial. From Rudders. And breakdown too. Yeah, breakdown and, you know, um, started off with just sort of backyard passing, uh, the, the different types of passing uh, that, that he sort of um, showcases as well. I think he started with the, the bishop, a little flick pass, all wrists, yep. I believe. Yep. Um, and then I forget the other one that he mentioned with the long... Uh, just a traditional halfback. Traditional halfback pointing... The, the top arm in the direction of where you want the ball yep. to go. A few examples of that. And then he gave us a bit of a clinic on um, yep. the different types of passes that you would attempt from the ruck, I guess, or, or maul or, or scrum yep. or whatever you want to call it. And it was I was a bit confused at, at first. He had a, a series of recycling bins arrayed in such a fashion that the didn't seem to have any meaning to them, but the preceding example lent itself to being a, a pretty good representation of how what you would, uh, what a halfback would um, have to deal with when pulling a ball from the, the back of a scrum or a ruck. So, um, any thoughts on 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 that form, Cousins? Oh yeah. Well, after watching that video, because the whole reason that that video started because I was trying to get Rodders to. Uh, see, you know, get his pass out there, you know, because he obviously was a uh, pretty good halfback back in the day. And, you know, it's just always good to see form anyway. So he wasn't doing much. Then I was like, fuck it, I'll just uh, go through a, a couple of pass myself, you know. And fuck it was, uh, it was hard to throw it without any grip because I was on the old lawn. And then, uh, and then Rodas actually critiqued the uh, follow-through of the pass, and I'd actually had quite a few goes at that beforehand, and I wasn't <laughs> happy with any of them. <laughs> one, but I was just sick of trying because it, it, uh, it wasn't going well, but, yeah, the grip definitely didn't help. And yeah, but then you watch his pass, and it was uh, good form all the way through, so it really didn't matter about the grip. So, yeah, it was good. Good to watch. Yeah, for sure. Very entertaining. Um, and yeah, the, the old recycling bins stacked up, kind of, you know, and balls placed within them, um, so they could kind of rapidly go from one pass straight into another. Was um, yeah, a pretty good way. And apparently, he's got a, a bigger tutorial on the. I think it was the King Country Rugby website uh, that he linked as well. So he's got so or their Facebook page. So if anyone want, does want to check out. Uh, some of his uh, tutorial videos or clinics, uh, by all means, yeah, go and check him out. Well worth it, for sure. Yep. Isn't nice. he in one of those um, ads for King Country too, bro, that um, telling people how to say topol? Was he? I think he is, and something like that. Yeah. yeah. And he blows the whistle and he's like, it's topol. <laughs> <laughs> nice. 
We'll have to pull that one up. Yeah, we'll have to find that. I'll chuck it up on the old Cuz Chat page. Yeah, and I guess we did have a topic of discussion to talk about to, to tonight that was posed by uh, Kev, which obviously the the Cozies wanted to talk a little bit about um, how this came about. But his question was, if you smoke, if you're not a smoker, but then you smoke while you're on the piss, are you classed as a smoker? Your thoughts, Cozies? Mine is quite simple. Um, mine is you're only classed as a smoker if you're spending money on on smokes. So, in 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 the form of Kieran's question, are you classed as a smoker if you only smoke when you get on the piss? If you're not buying your own smokes, then fucking probably not. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'd say yes on a technical side because you are smoking, <laughs> but. <laughs> You're um, <laughs> le- on a legal end of it. There's no paper trail, like you say. So <laughs> <laughs> I come down to you not getting that surgery or being bumped down the list because you're a smoker at the doctor's, then possibly no. And you probably wouldn't tick that on, on a sheet, a legal sheet. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. That will be my legal advice to uh, anyone uh, asking that question. But I, but you know that that's I mean has he is he is he talking about Joseph you know has he been giving him a couple of darts <laughs> while he's giving, <laughs> giving him a couple of years he probably doesn't know bro <laughs> yeah. oh they have to find out from you have to find out from yeah. his mate yeah, no, yeah. Joseph been smoking for <laughs> <laughs> no he doesn't oh you handed him the thingy <laughs> oh you only does it while while you're on the piss together. <laughs> yeah well fucking I definitely remember having a couple of beers back after you know at the end of picking up hay that was always the fucking that's how I got into it you know so, ah yes this is obviously the reward for doing hard hard, hard mahi yeah fucking got up that beer and then it gives you the taste of um of of that well earnedness and yeah, yeah you just don't want to yeah end up earning too much yeah. <laughs> oh, I just end up going backies off cars. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Uh, that is a good question from Kevy though. Uh, are you an actual? Are you a smoker? Yeah, I would lean towards no because I've done it. Just trying to look cool sometimes. You know, maybe the odd time I've had a had a drink, but yeah, it's not even every time I have a drink, I don't have a smoke. It's only every often. Yep. Uh, so no, I'm yep. definitely definitely not a smoker. But then, if you're every time you drink, you're having a smoke, then I would probably reevaluate. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Quite a few life yeah. life choices <laughs> if you're doing that. Well, and people are gonna probably stop hanging out with you because you're gonna be bumming all their darts too. Yeah, well that's right. Yeah, because like Mitch said, if you're not buying them, you're not a smoker. But then you soon piss everybody off for bumming smokes. So definitely, um, if you're if you're looking at going down that route, it's probably not a good life choice anyway. You know, you're either gonna piss people off because you're 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 bumming their darts, or um, you know, you gotta try and say that you're not a smoker when you really are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
it was yeah, that's the worst thing about it. Eh? I had this fellow when I was doing all my studying in that day. Eh? He'd come up to you and be like, "Oh, Jim, my boy, have you got a filter?" Like, yeah, mate. Yeah, give him a filter. Oh, have you got a got a paper? Yeah, give him a paper. And then he'll turn around and go, "Oh, sweet." Uh, got a tobacco. Yeah. Oh, because <laughs> 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 oh, he's got anything else you wanted to um, bring up on tonight's episode? We did have a bit of a uh, research on your um, automatic wet towel dispensers. Oh, we and did. They do exist. <laughs> they do. They do exist, bro. Um, they're not. What? Well, how did you put it, Maddie? They're. One use only? Yeah, single oh, use. Well, single use. Um, they, they dispense yeah. hot towels, but that's, yeah. I mean, what you do with them after that. Um, and I think the product highlights as well. Um, Mitch, we're a bit lackluster. So the product highlights were things like babies, um, makeup, yeah. or, you know, wiping down surfaces and stuff like that. So you basically have to put them into a washing machine after that. Yeah, which like, I've thought about it since then, and um, yep. like I, I'm not going to critique anyone's uh way they 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 wipe or <laughs> that sort of stuff, but I'd say there'd be a fair amount of shit that comes out and gets stuck to those towels. Um, I'm not a hundred percent convinced that that a, a washing machine would be the ideal solution to to clean those towels. Because um, yeah, yeah, where does all that shit go? Yeah. No, no, but I mean, like, you could have a, um, if it was uh, real hot when it done it, and you had a drain off, you know, you could probably clean it quite well. I'd like, I'd like to, um, well, no, I probably wouldn't want to know, but the, the, the research and development side of, of this device, would you be looking for volunteers who have a wide range of perhaps diets and... <laughs> Maybe yeah, stomach bugs. Yeah, like have a have a have an Indian edition. <laughs> yeah. <Have> an... <laughs> yeah. We're like out of that research, would you, would your market be limited to certain certain uh, countries that don't you know predominantly eat a lot of spicy food, or or, or would that be better because it's uh, coming out quite fast and hot? So they would. Um... It's only really marketed to anyone that you know was one of those idiot toilet paper buyers. Uh, at the, um, you know, at, at the uh, start of the coronavirus outbreak. And, I mean, those people bought a lot of that, so they'll buy anything, you know. <laughs> the preppers. The preppers will have them in their bunkers, for sure, and they won't have to worry about toilet paper. Wow. Well, that's right. That's right. It'll be a good bunker, uh, bunker Danny. I actually looked at, um, I, I looked at making, oh, <sighs> Uh, having a make a bike that can generate power, you know, at your house, like an exercise bike, and pretty much, uh, they I saw this uh, like Olympic cyclist. He had like fucking massive thighs, like seventy four inch thighs or something like that, and uh, it was like a unit, and he was on this um like bike, and they hooked it up to a toaster, and he was fucking hissing, like going hard. But he had to try and Toast, toast, and he could only do it the whole cycle. Like he, he, yeah, he couldn't fully toast the bread with the bike. He like put it out, like it just got kind of toasted. But he was like completely fucked. Like he was like, laying on the ground and shit afterwards. <laughs> 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 oh, 
So you need a few people. You need like what I'm saying. But yeah, to power your toaster in the morning would take you a fucking like a lot, a lot of energy on a bike. It'll be like a two hour, you know, like an hour bike ride at least just to toast your toast. I actually thought of a bit of an invention the other day. Uh, the heated towel rail uh, that you have in your shower, and it basically is hooked up to the hot water. So, like the hot water, you 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 know how you got your shower head that you can move up and down. And you can unscrew that. You hook one end of that up to the the hose for the um, oh, yeah, for the heated towel rail. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that yeah. water has to bypass your your towel rail before it comes out of the spout. Yeah, and then it heats <laughs> up your towel. But then, you know, did we talk about this? No. No, no, no. That's no. a new one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going, you, so you're going basically, you know, because otherwise a normal towel rail has got to pretty much be on most of the day or whatever, or it's not, or, you know, you got to switch it on and you got to wait for it to fucking heat up while you're in the shower. This one, it just automatically fucking, when you put, when you put the shower on, uh, it, it's heating up from the hot water that's going through, like, your, your pipes. Yeah, no, that's all. To be honest, I haven't seen one since I moved away from New Zealand. Uh, He didn't tower rail, but fuck, you could definitely use those down Canberra. You would do. You would need one of those down there. Up in Queensland, though, you're probably safe to just have uh, (laughs) room temperature towels or just lukewarm showers because it's pretty fucking hot most of the time. Cold showers anyway. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But uh, no, I like your your way of thinking, Lord. Uh, efficiencies where they could be improved you know a lot of our hot water you, you know it goes back down the drain like you know you're, you're washing something in the sink all that hot water that you just went down the drain and goes to nowhere like you could be at least cycling that heat back into something you know yeah things can, sort of can be used for more than you know one purpose like a chili bit yeah. it doubles as a seat <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right. <laughs> yeah, well, not a very good one though. Especially if you bloody break the top. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like... Yeah. No, I don't know. I reckon you got to think of ideas for the uh, the uh, future, eh? Yeah, I'm sure. This goes back to your um, impending apocalypse uh, scenario, which I've got. I've got three main scenarios for our apocalyptic future which is the ring of fire volcanoes just go super mad uh, and blow up you know all at once the other one's ai yep. uh you know we create yeah. an ai that just completely fucking becomes our overlords the other one's a new one that i have yeah. only only learned about recently is recently is a coronal mass ejection from the sun which completely fries all of the electronics on on Earth, yep. takes us back to the Dark Ages. Yep. Have you have you got a, have you thought about that? I mean, any uh, scenarios that <laughs> favor or? I feel like it'll be yeah, it'll be a major like the only thing that can affect it that much. It's got to be a major climate change, and then um, uh, the fall of more humanity first is what will happen, and then it'll just rip itself apart. Probably my number one thought. And then, um, yeah, the other one, possibly um, the AI, Maddie. I feel like that's almost inevitable if you give it enough time. If it had, if you had enough time, that would probably happen. Or the, or probably a virus like this. 
situation. Like, you can imagine if this coronavirus is, like, a little bit worse. Imagine if it was, like, AIDS, but corona, you know, or, like, you know, a virus <laughs> that's a lot more intense, but as transmissible as this, wow, that would be scary. There would have been, been no nothing. They would have They would have stopped everything, surely. Would you go to work in that situation? No way. No way. Uh, you'd, you'd go back to pretty much like that'll be yeah it'll be a dystopia anyway if something like that had happened even if coronavirus is like a tiny bit worse so like, it could be just a combination of all of those things really i'll tell you what if it was a zombie apocalypse then uh, maddie you could probably back me up on this bro but sky would probably be you know the one that you'd turn to <laughs> she's got <laughs> she's uh, uh a bit of a the amount of ideas she comes has, up with, bro, is, an encyclopedic, yeah, yeah, an encyclopedic yep. knowledge of uh, s- scenarios and situations to um, adapt to a, a zombie apocalypse, for sure. What yeah. weapons would you take? What weapons would you take in a zombie apocalypse? Um, I'm, I'm in favour of... As much as you can carry on your person. I would probably go with one sharp implement and one blunt instrument. So the like, axe or machete for the sharp implement. And then a, a staff or bat for the um, blunt instrument. Like yep. that, I'll be taking a Glock for sure. Glock. Well, ammunition becomes a problem then. If I was going to have a gun, maybe either like a twenty-two or a shotgun, just because yeah, you'd be easy to find ammunition, eh? Like you say, uh, a common ammunition. Yeah, I'll sure. probably like you said. Well, maybe an axe. Axe would be good because you could use it for fucking chopping wood and mm. chopping doors down and shit like that as well. Yeah. That'd be ideal. But possibly a handgun. But yeah, and or a, um, a bow and arrow would be quite good because uh, you could reuse the arrows if you were out in a fucking situation where you could just be taking one out, one zombie out, and then yep. re- you grab it back out, out of there. The crossbow has, has seemed to be quite effective as well, I think. Yep. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Because it's a uh, smaller. Um, to carry as well. Yep. No, yeah, crossbow would be nice. That that could tie into your um, theory about this virus as well. Um, you know, that could you know yep. make people into zombies. But another question I have when we talk about zombies is: Would you prefer the zombies to be slow and smart, or fast and dumb? Uh, fast and dumb. Fast and dumb. No, I'd rather. Yeah, probably fast and dumb because if they're slow and smart, they might be able to get into a bit of a group, eh, and get on you like that. And well, from back from playing like Resident Evil, you can fuck yeah, they get in a group, they start fucking munching on you, eh? <laughs> you get a bit yeah. overwhelmed by the cunts. Yeah. But if they can't fucking, if they don't learn how to stick together. So fast and fast and dumb, you reckon, goat? So like, kind of like World War Z kind of thing. Yeah, I'd rather slow it though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's the the ideal situation. Is they're slow and dumb, but <laughs> if you had to choose, uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if my cardio can can keep up with the fast a fast zombie. Yeah, I mean, if they're running on you know just pure motor functions and not needing you know, too much sustenance to tap out at full full pace, yeah. I'd be um, yep. I'd be a goner for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fucking some sort of sweet weapon. Do they make a good weapon for taking down zombies? Not really. 
if you can think of a weapon that could take it down. A four-arm blade sword? Four-arm um, blade sword. Yeah. Lightsaber would be. Lightsaber would be legit, yeah. Yeah, I'd have a backpack. I'd definitely have a backpack. Um, and I'd probably be carrying in there some matches or like a flint and possibly like gasoline and a spray and white bottle. And you can just sort of and then light them on fire like that. <laughs> Actually, where was that? That was a thing too, uh, having water guns filled with petrol. Petrol. Yeah. Yeah, spray them up and then yeah, throw a throw a match on them. I feel like you're probably gonna end up lighting yourself on fire, eh? You know? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's just yeah. I mean, it might be work fine for the movies, but I don't know about yeah, practical use. Um, I'm actually thinking about putting some petrol into like a a spray, uh, you know, container for starting the fire. You know, you can. Spray it around there <laughs> and have a thin layer, get it cranking. Maybe using fire lighters. Yeah, that that would be quite entertaining. Yeah, it's it's definitely strange times, bro. Like I, oh, it's uh, I don't know many people that will live through this type of times, but uh, I feel like to me, like World War Three has pretty much the equivalent of World War Three has just happened, and uh, USA has lost. So I feel like. Now they're going to be a second world country, and like maybe China is now going to be probably one of the. I don't know whether their economy is getting as smashed or whose economy is going to be the strongest after all this. But I feel like uh, the USA is definitely losing, and they're still saying that they're winning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's good to to have this chat with you fellas. See how you're going and throughout the week and catching up with the cuzzies through Snapchat as well. Uh, making sure everyone's safe and, and you know, I guess keeping their sanity a bit through this these strange times. So thanks again for joining us. Karakia Mitch down from Canberra and uh, George the Ruthless Deception from Caro and Tukuro. Much appreciated for, for making some time to have a chat to us today. All right, everyone. Uh, thanks for tuning in again. Uh, we'll be back again next week, hopefully with some more topics to discuss about. If you've got any feedback, let us know on the Facebook page. That's what it's all about, eh, bro? Fucking eh, bro? Fucking eh. Fucking eh.